To start grinding the stand-up routine, I bought a yellow pad and I already had the pencil. It was the same pencil I had in my hand on my first night here. It was almost poetic. The same pencil I used to defend myself now used to write comedy. This is Jaylee Snow Joke, a Spotify original podcast. My name is Jose Rafael Guzman, and this story is based on real events. Any resemblance to reality is pure coincidence. Texas. 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 Episode 8. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, go. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The first joke that came to mind was that Arabs were just shawarma or bomb. But I thought it was kind of risky. So I decided to try it with Ravi. Ravi, when I was at school, I met an Arab who was grinding and like, you know, the grinding is from right to left and not left to right. So I tell him, oh, that's so curious. You grind backwards. And he looked at me and said, no, you grind backwards. Ravi laughed a lot and told me it was good, but I should never say it in Jordan. I said to myself, if that joke was approved by an Arab, no one can be offended. And most importantly, if I came up with a joke in jail that made even an Arab laugh, I can write a complete stand-up routine. I just need discipline and, as God told me, some balls. I got up the next day at 6 in the morning. I ate all my breakfast and instead of going back to bed like the rest of my cellmates, I took the yellow pad, the pencil, my nuts and started grinding. I growed until noon without stopping. I emptied all my ideas onto paper like a truck unloading gravel onto the street. I didn't stop until lunch, ate, and sat down to grind again. When I got tired in the afternoon, I took a bath and sat back down to grind until dinner. When the lights went out and in the dark I lay in my bunk, I felt for the first time in weeks that I had a productive day that I had found a reason to get up every morning at Hotspeth County Jail. 
The days went on like this, until suddenly... Ocean! An officer from the door said, Today is your court date! They handcuffed me and took me and 15 other inmates to the county courthouse. When we got there, they left us where only prisoners were supposed to be. I had a view of the entire courtroom. The judge, the person who writes with a typewriter, relatives waiting for verdicts, and where the lawyers were. An officer came to ask us, one by one, our lawyers' names. When he asked me, I said proudly, Mr. Jeep. He wrote it down and went to look for him. A few minutes later, the same officer came back to me saying, Mr. Jeep, he's not here. I asked him, what? What can I do now? He replied, you'll have to wait about eight months for a new court date. I was in a very spiritual mood, so I decided to pray like never before. God, please, I need you to help me, please. If you want, you can kill me later. But please, God, I beg you, make my lawyer appear. I opened my eyes and the officer came up again to me and said, Don't you worry. My lawyer is here. No, his dad is. His dad? He sent his dad. I don't need his dad. I need my lawyer. And then an old man approached me. A cowboy who looked a lot like Mr. Jeep. Cowboy boots, cowboy shirt, cowboy hat. He looks at me and said, Hello, my name is Mr. Jim. I'm Mr. Jeep's father. I'm the owner of the buffet where my son, Mr. Jeep, works. And I'm here to help you. When it's your turn in front of the judge, you can't say nothing. Leave it all to me or you'll be here for eight years. Understood? A few minutes passed before I was called to the stand. I stood in front of the judge with Mr. Jim by my side. Raise your right hand. Do you swear to tell the truth, only the truth, and nothing but the truth? Yes, I swear. We begin Mr. Guzman's case in which he is accused of violating the laws on the possession of cannabis in the state of Texas. Mr. Jim interrupts the judge. Please hold on a moment. I ask for Mr. Guzman's case to be carefully evaluated. He has a remarkable moral integrity. It can just be a regular case in which you apply all the law without a further investigation. So, I ask please to reevaluate the case. Thank you, Your Honor. To my surprise, the judge closed the folder and said, Take him away. The case will be evaluated. They took me back like nothing happened, and I was disappointed. I felt like I would be there for another hundred years. <laughs>